Excuse me for my voice, a um, little hurt, but I'm going to let you know in a minute. But meanwhile, let me get the intro uh, started, or should let me get the intro done, excuse me. I am Shinblade, and welcome to Shy Lounge. Uh, grooving as much as I can, relaxing, chill. I got a lot to uh, let off. Uh, my voice is a little, uh, it's, it's on the comeback for real, so that's what caused this show to be delayed. Um... I can't say much more than that, though, because I'm going to get into it. Um, this episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, the latest in WWE, which I really don't do. The uh, so-called special show, or should I say pay-per-view on the WWE Network that happened uh, in the past. Uh, WWE Crown Jewel, so I have a lot to uh, discuss over that. And also the news that went around the world. Um, they're... I wouldn't say viral, but it was major, major news in the world of wrestling as well as uh, pop culture around also, uh, which is the Roman Reigns cancer scare. But before I get into that, I'm going to tell you that I'm, I'm doing pretty fine right now. Um, like I said, I almost lost my voice over the weekend, um, pretty much doing nothing, not screaming, not hollering, none of that nature. Um so before I get into that, I just want to say for those who uh, are, are subscribed to my YouTube and to my SoundCloud or to iTunes or whatever you get Shylons from, thank you very much for uh, continuing to listen. Thank you for listening to this episode, downloading it, tell a friend. I'm always grateful for that. And for new listeners, welcome. Um, I changed the format, uh, even though new listeners don't know that, changed the format where I just uh, let go thoughts and uh, rants and ravings about what goes on in the world of professional wrestling, uh, should I say indie wrestling also, and maybe a little pop culture as well, since, uh, you know, you got to expand, uh, broaden the horizons a bit. Uh, I do have interviews with uh, independent wrestlers and former top tier stars, uh, WWE stars and whatever. So check it out on SoundCloud underneath Shinblade and Shy Lounge, YouTube under Shinblade. You can type in Shy Lounge. Uh, podcast addict, which I use since I'm a Samsung guy, or even iTunes. But anyway, let me get into it. I keep saying that a lot. Um, over the weekend, I had an off weekend. I had an off weekend. I didn't go any wrestling shows or whatever. So I ended up. I planned to go to this concert in D.C. Uh, at a small CD nightclub, uh, which it was when I went there. It's my first time going to this club. It was by an uh, electronic group called The Crystal Method, which I've been a fan of since like the late 90s. Uh, electronic, trance, techno, whatever you want to call it. Um, I had a great time at this place. It was at uh, the U Street Music Hall in Washington, D.C., so it was not far for me to go. Um, the club was dark as hell, so I took a, uh, 
video. I didn't upload it to Instagram. I, I didn't think it was that good enough to upload to Instagram. Um, met some people there. Um, you know, great feeling. I had um, met a lovely Latina from New Jersey uh, who, who was very cool, very chill, very laid back. And, um, you know, just like a lot of concerts, I got there early and hung out and, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, you don't want to hear all that. But eventually the show went on and Scott Kirkland uh, of the Crystal Method got on stage. Uh, Ken Jordan, I didn't see him there, but he but uh, Scott had a great set. A um, lot of old stuff, a lot of new stuff. People was break dancing. People was just dancing, period. And there's also couples that do uh, make out the techno music. I don't know how you can do that. Um, maybe I should try it one day. But anyway, I had a fun time. Uh, I stayed an extra hour because of the daylight savings time being in the uh, winter season. I had, uh, um, you know, walked around the D.C. area. I didn't know it was a club street, you know, on U Street in Washington, D.C., because I hardly club. I'm, I'm over 30, so that, that part of my life is gone, and plus the music sucks uh, as far as, like, today's uh, quote-unquote hip-hop rap music. So uh, I ended up doing that, but I had planned to record the next day uh, you know, around about 12 o'clock, because I usually do it on a Sunday, just a matter of me putting it out, um, which kind of uh, lags in a way because my life is so manic at times, whether it be personal life, whether it be uh, events that's going around, whether it be me being on the road, attending wrestling shows, autographs, and whatever have you. So anyway, I got up to uh, get get ready to record, and all of a sudden, I wasn't feeling good. I was I was sick. I didn't think I was sick. Um, I wasn't sick with the flu, I should say. But I remember I wanted to record. And next, you know, as far as being, uh, as far as working is concerned, you know, you got to have some food in you. You got to have a little breakfast. And I remember I ordered uh, off of Grubhub, which um, I didn't feel like cooking. And as soon as I got the food, the, the aromas was making me so it made me so nauseous that I ended up, well, you already get the gist, but it ended up to the point where my vocal cords and my throat were very scratchy. So I couldn't record. I was, I, my, my system was down. Uh, I ended up having to rest. I ended up having to take a lot of green tea, which I drink, uh, really almost every day and, uh, shut myself shut myself down for it. So I apologize for anybody who didn't get it the first of the month. Could I try to do this uh, within the first five days of the calendar month? <clears throat> Excuse me. It's coming back within the first five days of the calendar month. Uh, as far as the uh, thoughts and ravings and cravings of shy lounges, I submitted to this new format. Then also I had an interview that I was supposed to put out during Halloween but uh, again, events was just going so crazy. So I'm end up putting that out around about uh, the 15th for you guys to hear because I, I like this interview. This individual is uh, great. Um, I see him like every other place that I go to. Um, you know, a very, very creative person, but I'm not going to let you know that. You're going to have to tune in around about the 15th to uh, check that out. But anyway, um, 
yeah, I couldn't record. I didn't want to be horsey voice, uh, hashtag horsey voice to, to, uh, rant about, uh, what happened over the weekend with the so-called, uh, pay-per-view of WWE Crown Jewel. And I say so-called because I don't know what WWE calls their stuff now. It used to be pay-per-view where you had to order and pay $50 for the shows, or you would, uh, or they would call it special shows the last couple of years uh, since they have their own network. And I don't even know if they even do pay-per-view anymore. But uh, we're going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that uh, since everybody else has, which I don't go by what they say. I go by what I say because it's my show and I can do that. I was supposed to have a uh, co a guest co-host to uh, accompany me to it, but... We couldn't get the schedule together because uh, I ended up being, you know, horsey voice and everything. So I had to call them off and I really wanted them to uh, come by and sit down with me and we discuss it. Uh, maybe we can do it for next month in December. We can go a little retro and that'll be a little lengthy. So um, hopefully people will like that, you know, because I believe personally with podcasts and such that there should be two people. Uh, not really one because it's more like one person's one hand clapping. So with that, um, the the concert, like I said, was fun. Um, I, had, I had a great time. Uh, now that, you know, winter season has come, so it's a lot of hard work um, ahead of me that I'm going to do. I got Russell Kate coming up in about a couple of weeks, followed by. Uh, House of Hardcore in uh, Wisconsin, which I haven't been in like three years. So I have that one as well. Then follow that, I have House of Hardcore again in Philadelphia that next week. So I'm going to be running around a lot. So if you don't hear from me after the uh, Wisconsin trip, please understand. I apologize for those who are on, on tentative schedules. And even I thank you for those who push shy lounge on your schedules that you can listen to i really i really appreciate that part um anyway i'm going to uh call it in early as far as this uh part of the episode but i do want to toss out hip-hop as always um coming from a good friend of mine from the group illiteracy producer chris prism he has a little something funky that I like. It's modern and it has boom bap into it. So when when I get back, we're gonna talk about WWE Crown Jewel and uh, Roman Reigns and you know my thoughts on uh, not him but the whole situation as a whole and especially Crown Jewel, the insides and the outsides of uh, the inside and outside controversies of that show. So meanwhile, uh, just sit back, chill out. I'm going to get something to drink, and here is Juniper by Chris Prezzo.
So, um, I actually wanted to talk about something that people talked about two weeks ago, um, as of this time, and that was uh, Roman Reigns' uh, cancer uh, reemergence that we didn't even know about in the first place. Um, actually, it was leukemia. So, nobody knew about it. There were no clues. Uh, we don't know who was in the know, who was not in the know. But he came out uh, the first episode of Raw and basically just told everybody that he was uh, under leukemia and he had to forfeit the uh, universal title. And uh, pretty much the the heart sunk out of out of uh, everybody in the audience of the show and people who the millions who were watching around the world. So it, it's a terrible situation that we have. Uh, we wish him nothing the best, at least to most of us. And for those who are living under a rock, Roman Reigns is a WWE superstar who was launched on top for the last three years from being in a group called The Shield. And he's had what some people could have for the last three years, uh, which is called John Cena Heat, where you get overbooked and they get overbooked to the point where uh, people just got sick of him. Um, I thought he was a good worker. I think he was just, it was just a, uh, kind of a bad luck notion to be number one and everybody hate you for reasons that isn't about you. Uh, it was mostly WWE booking that wanted him to be the guy and people were going against it because the WWE universe are Brian Danielson fans, AKA Daniel Bryan. So I understand that part. We understand that part. And, uh, it just it just kept going on for years and years and years and years. So people hated him because of creative. Now there were people in the IWC who heard about his cancer announcement and retire uh, supposed retirement. And you know a lot of those people, some of those people were just like very very uh, backhanded. Oh, I'm not a fan of Roman Reigns, and but this is messed up, and I wish Joe the best. And all things like that. And there were worse people who hated uh, Roman Reigns to the point where it was almost like John Cena. Would, he would say the same thing to him. Saying that I hope you get cancer and die and such and such and such. And, you know, homophobic slurs and everything. And for those who wanted Roman Reigns to die as well as John Cena also. In that same realm, I want to say fuck all of you. Because, you know, cancer is not even a joke. Many of us had had cancer, uh, you know, in our families, within our friends, even the individuals with, which within ourselves. Stuttering on that one, excuse me. And you know, um, it was something that not not a lot of us want to wish in our worst enemy. So I guess people behind avatars and burner accounts, they would like to wish that they just can't, uh, they just don't have the balls to show their face and say it was them. So, um, with Roman Reigns uh, having to quote-unquote retire, it shifts over to the debacle that I call uh, Crown WB Crown Jewel, the special show or the pay-per-view, whatever WWE want to call it. Um, it. It was in the uh, Middle East and Saudi Arabia, and the outside of the controversy was there was a reporter that was killed, uh, you know, probably about a month or weeks before this event happened. So a lot of businesses pulled out and then they want, they didn't want to have relations with Saudi Arabia or the people or even the Royal family behind it. So 
WWE still kept headstrong in keeping their show. They didn't advertise it as much. Um, and they went ahead and did it. Um, amidst, you know, the IWC, IWC crowd talking about women can't wrestle. And I said it before, women can barely drive in Saudi Arabia, so let them progress. Um, you know, I call it a win here. As opposed to uh, the UAE letting Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair wrestle, but they were in full-on uh, base layer bodysuits because with the Muslim cultures, women can't show their uh, skin, much of their skin. They barely show their faces. So within that happening, um, John Cena pulled out. He's, he wasn't going to do it, and so did Daniel Bryan, which they were top-tier stars, so they can say no to certain things and uh, get away with it compared to Mitt Carter's and Curtain Jerkers. Now, I gave I gave praise to uh, Brian Danielson pulling out, not because of, uh, you know, the women not wrestling, it's because of the LGBT culture uh, that the, uh, Saudi Arabia doesn't have. So they don't take kindliness to homosexuality and beyond that. And also the fact that Sami Zayn uh, would not be welcomed there because of his real life Syrian heritage, even though he's Canadian also. Um, so I I commended him for that. He stood up to he stood up with his friend and said I I can't do it either. Even though he did it the first time because he thought it was a one off deal. Still, people complained about that uh, whether it be Jamal Khashoggi, Kamal Khashoggi. I'm sorry if I got the name wrong. Um, because number one, women couldn't wrestle, and you know people were fearing that the superstars one of the superstars could have been hurt, could have been injured uh, outside of the event. And my thing is this, it's business. Vince man is going to do what he thinks done best. Uh, the, the relations between WWE and Saudi Arabia, they're throwing a lot of money to the company. So what are you going to do? I mean, people are going to make the money despite themselves. The women get paid. So the whole women not wrestling thing, uh, it doesn't bother me because they got paid not to work. What did bother me was the Evolution pay-per-view that happened a couple days before then where the women, to me personally, their first ever WWE women pay-per-view was a glorified house show. You know, if you told people it was a house show, then everybody would have loved it. But given the acoustics of the Nassau Coliseum and the background and the, the set design of the Evolution show, it was terrible. You know, putting the women out there on display was great. But just like everything else, they call women of the past to come back and wrestle, which is very nostalgic. But I also didn't like it because I wanted, I mean, like others, I wanted the women to display their talent, the present women to display their talent for those who uh, don't see it on the roster or on the shows or don't watch main event or whatever have you or don't watch Total Divas. So um, it was nostalgic for me. At best, um, I love seeing um, uh, Medusa come back and Molly Holly, who are absolute sweethearts in real life. And so I did like Zelina Vega, a.k.a. Thea Trinidad. She's always a, a sweetheart to uh, me, uh, meeting her before signing uh, with WWE. So anyway, the outside of uh, Crown Jewel was bad. And I think personally, the inside of Crown Jewel was worse because they built this pay-per-view just like Evolution to be a very, very big show, and it just came off very, very lackluster. The show was built upon two world title matches, the world title, the universal title, and uh, a, a, a thing of the past, which didn't really affect me because of the Saudi Arabia, Saudi 
Prince, since he's like 90s wrestling, it was Brothers of Destruction versus D-Generation X, which, uh, it, you know, is 90s wrestling, so it wasn't that much uh, of effectiveness. But anyway, it was centered around a world, a quote-unquote World Cup tournament, which was not even worldly. It was a, it was, it was merely all Americans in this tournament and Rey Mysterio. So coming into that, it was that tournament, which I don't mind tournaments. I love a good tournament when it's played out. It went well as far as the wrestling and the, and the build. But at the end, it was a slapping in the face to everyone and insulting everyone's other people's intelligence. The end was the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler for, for the World Cup, supposedly. And Miz supposedly got hurt. And Shane McMahon substituted and beat Dolph Ziggler within less than 10 minutes. I think it was five minutes also, which insulted everybody's intelligence. It was a McMahon move, but also they were saying that within um, within the uh, the dirt sheets that uh, Shane McMahon is supposed to turn heel. He's supposed to do this. He's supposed to do that. And they're supposed to lure CM Punk back, which we know that's not going to happen unless you give CM Punk a boat a buttload of money. And a trunk and a uh, couple dump truck loads full of creative control over his character and drive, which uh, a lot of people are not going to let that happen. I don't think Vince McMahon was willing to let that happen. So all in all, that, it was that event that uh, happened. People took days off. I knew friends that took days off from their nine to five jobs to watch it. Um, I sat down and watched it to see if the uh, event would surpass the controversy and merely... Uh, as far as being uh, worse than the controversy, I thought so. And this is why indie wrestling is a rocket ship uh, to the top, you know, because people are investing. There are pictures from WWE shows, from Raw and SmackDown, that the arenas are tapered off. Not many people are buying tickets for it, and it shows because uh, the independent wrestling scene is a lot more companies out there now. You get a lot more personalized uh, interaction with the with the wrestlers instead of, you know, what I call out on social media, the creepers going into the airports and uh, trying to get wrestlers when they're in their personal time to take pictures and sign a trunk load of memorabilia so they can sell it on eBay because like CM Punk said, they can't afford a real job and things of that nature and, and you know i i find getting into superstars personal times is an insult to them there are people that would go up to a whether it be an actor or a sports star or even a wrestler and they ask for a picture and they're hanging out with family which is a soft decline then they get on social media and say this guy's an asshole he's don't want to do this f him f him forever and it's just like if they take the time to be nice to you and say, I'm sorry, I can't, then there's no need to go on social media like that. But people are assholes anyway. It's terrible that I have to do this on the second take when I actually blew my load, pardon the pun, on the first take, uh, my the take on Roman Reigns' uh, cancer reemergence and WWE crown jewel. To me, it was costume jewelry because it was just fooling everybody and how the independent scene is winning over fans more than WWE. So anyway, uh, please forgive me about that. Um, again, I thank you for listening to it. If you want to get at me, hit me up on Facebook under uh, at Official Shinblade. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm under at Sensational One. Um, I like to listen to your, I like to read and listen to your thoughts and uh, 
what you think about the pay-per-views that's coming up. But the next couple weeks are going to be very, very uh, tedious for me. It's tedious right now because of scheduling, because I'm getting ready to go to, head to North Carolina for WrestleCade on Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I'm going to go to Atlanta uh, for Thanksgiving, then head up to WrestleCade, and then I'll be back. Then the next weekend, I'm going to House of Hardcore in Wisconsin for that event, Blizzard Brawl, sponsored by uh, GLCW. Then the next week, and I will be in Philly for another House of Hardcore show. So it's going to be crazy that I'm going to be doing all this. So if I come out with the December episode a little late, uh, I apologize. I'm working on uh, putting this interview together with a uh, mystery uh wrestler right now who used to work for WWE I want you to tune in for that one uh, since that was supposed to be a couple weeks ago but my Halloween schedule just got uh, thrown into a loop but anyway thank you for listening uh, hit me up whenever you can I am Shinblade you're listening to Shy Lounge and I pretty much don't have anything I have to say I'm hungry right, <laughs> right now I'm also upset so anyway guys thank you for listening to Shy Lounge and I'm out I want to